that is what I was thinking about today was <laughs> how I got ready for so long in middle school. You were thinking about this today? Yeah, I literally was while I was driving because I realized, like, I went to work and I was like, did I even wipe the mascara off from under my eyes? <laughs> no, because now when I get ready, it's when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, it's still on from yesterday? Slay. Did I even, because I just forgot to look, I was like, I forgot to look in the mirror before work. Like, let me make sure I at least look halfway presentable. Yeah. But in middle school, I would pop up out of bed at 6 a.m. and get out the curling iron. <laughs> they got out the curling iron? The curling iron, and I would listen to Mojo on the radio, 104.3. Well, I think about how, one, I stumble upon these Get Ready With Me videos every so often on TikTok, and it's these children, these young little children. 12, 13, get ready with me. They don't have a care in the world except, I don't know what I'm going to wear to school. Da 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 And they are doing a full beat, full face. And I'm like, I, I would love to have that mentality. Yeah. But then I'm also like, I did. But also I did it because they're doing like steps. You know, it's like a 10 step skincare routine. Yes. And I don't think that's what I was doing. I think I was doing things that weren't good for my skin. I was skin. doing 10 layers of foundation. <laughs> but there was no underlying skin care. <laughs> and it was cyclical. <laughs> uh-huh. I was doing... I was doing this one thing where I would straighten, like, one part of my hair. <laughs> like a side bang? Like the side bang. Because the rest of it... I'd either put in a ponytail or it would, I don't know what I had going on, but it was like that one part was straightened. <laughs> I'm thinking about middle school where we would all walk around with like literally burnt to a crisp straight hair except for the back. The yes! back was nobody's business. Yes. Yes. Because I'm just a girl. Once again, nobody's business. I'm just a child. You think I can straighten the back of my hair? I used to go into my mom's bathroom and like steal her makeup mm. and... But also, like, I was putting on this, like, cover girl, like, ageless rewind for middle school. And, like, that product is not intended for 11-year-olds. But additionally, sometimes when I would shower, I would ask to use her shower. And the reason for that is first I would go in and I'd put on a full beat, red yeah. lip and everything. Oh, yeah. And then I'd shower it all off. If you weren't beating your face before a shower, what, what were, were you, you doing? doing? So, yeah. That's so... That's a universal experience. <laughs> yes. That's my best looks. We're right before the shower. Right before the shower. <laughs> Welcome back to Cousin Time. Cameron and Jessica are college friends turned post-grad roommates. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and ruminate on what it means to instigate a Boston Tea Party. We're also learning to navigate the world. You forgot that part. Oh, yes. We are, we're, man, are we learning. Just like they learned. Just like they learned how to navigate that harbor. <laughs> So welcome, folks. If you're a visual watcher, aka this one TikTok trip, <laughs> you'll notice we have a bit of a tea setup going on. We're drinking our tea. We've got my tea scentsy burner. We're trying to really get in touch with our wig ancestry. Yes, yes. Do you have wig an- ancestry? I don't mean to be insensitive. <laughs> what does that mean? American colonist, I guess. I'm assuming I've got that in me. <laughs> that dog in I me. <laughs> I look at you and I know you've got that dog in you. <laughs> My ancestry is very complicated. <laughs> for for a girl who looks like me. Mm-hmm. But I think I've got a little bit of that dog in me. Okay. 
Um, so I don't know what we're going to call this series. Actually, we're taking recommendations, but basically we're going to slay up history. <laughs> the <laughs> slays out. We can't even say that anymore. Some of the names, yeah, goddamn. Some of the names that we thought of are not appropriate to air. Mm. Um, but if you'd like to know them, we can reach out personally. Maybe like her story. <laughs> but we're not, that doesn't work no, because we're not even it. really we're like telling her story. Yeah. We're telling our story. Our, we are telling history in a way that's digestible for us. Yes. So if you've got name recommendations for what this mini-series should be, because we've got a lot of them locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. I, hope y'all are, I hope y'all are lifelong learners. <laughs> you're about to learn. Get out your pen and pencil. Get out your iPad and Apple pencil. Whatever you use. Class is in session. And today, I'm the teacher. Hi, miss. And I'm, te- <laughs> I'm teaching you about the Boston Tea Party. Um... You're the most qualified in the room for this as someone who has been to the motherland. Has, has alliances on both sides. Anyway, so the Boston Tea Party took place on December 16th, 1773, which is why this episode is is now, because it's timely. We're on an anniversary of it. And actually, I think we're on a significant anniversary of it. What is it? 250 years? Oh, really? The, 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 That's uh, what I'm by, thinking. By, 1773. Centennial? Centennial. Two centennials and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? 1773 to 2023? I had to do math that. Something okay. like that. Um, but we gotta start with the backstory. Okay, so okay. where we are. The girls have come to the colonies, okay? Mm-hmm. They're living it up in the colonies. Mm-hmm. But would you just take a minute and think about how crazy that is? What I think is so crazy is that... Which king was in power at that king point? King George. Then? King George said, hey... You know what would be so fun if y'all GTFO'd out of here, yes. sailed across the seven seas, and make me more land? Well, also, I'm just thinking... Do you mind if I ask? I just got very distracted. What is plaguing our door right now? Oh, what is that? Is it my peppermint mocha? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Likely, but I cannot recall when. <laughs> I'll clean it later. <laughs> It looked like, <clears throat> like got me distracted. Okay, I'm thinking, how peculiar is the timing that they found land that was new to them, and then we're like, we actually don't like it here, anyways. No, yeah, because and that's honestly, it's such a commentary on societies of the moment you're exposed to something new, you don't know until you know. The grass is always greener. Yeah. But, so, yeah, so, like, they were over here starting their own thing, but they still had, they are still under British rule. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the thing was, they needed, they needed their tea. <laughs> I want you all to think about something you need. Think about how precious it is to you. Okay? But they were getting, okay, so, like, there was a whole thing where it was, like, almost a monopoly mm-hmm. on, like, the British East India Company tea. Mm-hmm. And so they were being, they, they were, the colonists weren't being taxed. The tax was much higher up, but it made that tea expensive. So they were smuggling the tea. So then Britain was mad. Which also British East India, there's a lot to unpack there. Again, 
colonialism. <laughs> the recurring theme of this episode. <laughs> and our official statement is we're anti. In case it was not clear. Anti-colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny because it's so serious. <laughs> but like dead ass. We're so against colonialism. We're so against colonialism. Um, but basically, the tea was so expensive if they were to buy it through <clears throat> Britain that the colonials were just smuggling it. The colonists? Yes. They were smuggling it. And then Britain was like, mm, we don't we don't like that. We don't rock with it. So they were trying to then like get them they were a roundabout it was all like i'm not a finance bro right but they needed to reorganize so then they were taxing for the tea so it started off as that issue but it didn't end that issue it became bigger mm-hmm. because it came and into, bigger is not always better in this case mm-mm-mm. but basically then the tea actually there was the tea act and it actually became cheaper so it wasn't about their tea being too expensive it was the principle of it mm-hmm no taxation without representation. And you've heard that one time and time again, boys and girls. That one, it's, dare I say, a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. And I'd say the people of Washington, D.C. are still saying it to this day. Right. So anyways, they're all up in arms about that. And then... And I think, can you break down the no taxation without representation for us a little bit more? <laughs> I can try. <laughs> Basically, they're being taxed on their tea. The colonists. The colonists. And they were not being represented by in Parliament. There we go. In Parliament, their constitution had a whole thing about unless your representative says it's okay, we can't tax you. And they were saying, well, we don't even have a representative to begin with, mm-hmm. so you can't come taxing us. And the leader behind this was a man who I just found out was real, Mr. Sam Adams. I thought that was a beer. <laughs> and is. It should be a tea. We could start it. Samuel Adams. Cousin time tea. Tea. (laughs) Yes. Great idea. And it'll be green tea because that's the kind they threw into the harbor. (laughs) So he was trying to start this protest. Samuel Adams. Sam Adams. And he was was going about it gently at first. He was saying, please don't. Stop. No. (laughs) Please wait. No. (laughs) And, but people were coming on board. He couldn't help it. Right. He was charismatic. Coming on board what? Saying, we also don't like that they're doing this tea. They're worried about the no taxation without representation. The colonists. Yes. They are worried, the colonists, about a potential monopoly. On tea. With, like, the British East India Mm -hmm. Company. And even the smugglers of the tea were in on it. Because now with the Tax Act, the legal tea was cheaper than the smuggled tea. So they were worried about going out of business. So all these girls were united. Yeah. And so they said, this next shipment that comes over of tea, we're going to tell them, we don't want it. Take it back. Don't you dare unload it. Halt. Halt. And so all of their, like, leaders, the colonist leaders, were obeying and Mm -hmm. sending this tea back over to Britain. But the Massachusetts governor, Thomas Hutchinson, Mm -hmm. he was not listening. I don't know why. He had sons that were in charge, and I think there was some level of, like, he got them to obey him too. Nepotism. Nepotism, that dirty, dirty word. And so he was like, no, 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 they, they're going to still bring it here. I'm going to stand strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. They showed him. <laughs> so then when the tea arrived on the night of December the 16th, all these people, they were in their meeting talking about it. And then they went out. It was like half the town though. Like 16,000 people lived in this town. 
Boston. And five to 7,000 people were at this building to learn and say, we don't like it. And then only 60 of them went out onto the boat. And they dressed as Native Americans, which, uh, icky, icky. Bad move. So they're out here and they're appropriated costumes Mm -hmm. dumping this tea into the harbor 1.7 million dollars in today's amount of tea what that much tea in straight in the harbor straight in the harbor i imagine it was quite heavy also okay so we're not talking just little tea bags here we're talking loose leaf it's like it was chests it was chests of tea Uh uh-huh i can't lift a chest personally Mm mm-mm they were also rocking with so many chests back then. They Everything loved a was in a chest. Also, at this meeting of five to seven thousand people, first of all, I would hate to be in a meeting that large. I cannot imagine how annoying that is. Second, then they said we need sixty volunteers. Would you volunteer? Yeah. Was that a yes or a no? Yeah. You think you're strong enough? You think you're cut out for that? No, but I want to be in on the action. Also, I need you to try your tea. Okay. We're having some vanilla chai. Oh, that's good. I get it. I get why they're mad about the taxes. Because <laughs> imagine not having that. Well, imagine having it, but having to pay more. Hey, but it wasn't even about having to pay more. It, it was, was about, about lack representation. of representation. Yeah. Because here's the thing. People just want to be heard. It's the age-old desire. It's what it comes down to. See me, hear me, know, know me, me, understand love me. me, love me, support me. <laughs> So many things. Back to the chest. I, okay, so yeah, they're dumping these chests into the seat. I, I want to know what, what the vibes are like when they finish. <laughs> they like, good job. <laughs> good job out there. <laughs> Maybe some high fives. I bet some like ass slaps. <laughs> like in the locker room, how I imagine that to be. Yeah, and then Thomas Jefferson like wrote, and I think, I don't know if it was like a public. TJ was there? He wasn't there, but um, Samuel Adams was a second cousin. I think I knew that. Which I feel like every, at this point, humanity was small enough that everyone was a second cousin. Incest, I feel like that's prevalent. Is okay. Well, is second cousin good. incest? I think. Let's debate. <laughs> Let's debate it real quick. What side are you? I'm not sure. I think it is. Here's the thing: second cousin is like. Because this is always trips me up. Mm-hmm. So second, huh, what is it though? Because, okay, your cousin's kid, well, first of all, you shouldn't be dating your cousin's kids. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> that I, I'm anti, anti-dating your cousin's kids. But that's removed, is going down. This is yes. going out. So I almost think your second cousin is your cousin's cousin on the other side. In which case. Cousin chart. Let's find out. <laughs> this, this is so on brand because we're cousins. I want to see. Okay, there's second cousin. So, oh, you share a great grandparent. It's awesome. your second cousin. So it's like, here's me. You, it's your, like, okay, I'm thinking about this in my life. So, like, your grandma's siblings' grandkids is your second cousin. Yeah. Grandma's siblings' grandkids. Okay, yeah. Okay, I think that's weird to date. And I think there's potentially too much DNA. I think that's wrong. I'm against second cousin incest. I think if you're anywhere within the tree, I think but find the a tree, new tree. The, tr- the tree is everyone. We all find a new somewhere. branch. 
I just, we have to define branch. I think second cousin is too close for comfort. I think fourth cousin is okay. I think if you, let me go back to the, to the cousin chart. I think that if you share the same great-great-grandparents, you should not be reproducing. But three greats is okay. I think if you share the same great-great-great, oh, that even feels a little bit icky. I think also, it depends on how you met. <laughs> if you met at, like, Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, if you met at, like, then you didn't necessarily know like, it wasn't it, i'm thinking i know my second cousins mm-hmm. because we met at my great grandma's birthday party but if that's you weird. but yeah. if i just met them in the wild if you had no way of knowing that you were within the same family tree are we pro incest no no we're not pro incest but it's just define incest <laughs> i think yeah, if it's the same great great, if it's the same great great, no, it's mm-hmm. a big no. Great great great. great. Weird, but I'm not going to circumstantial stop you. Mm-hmm. information. Four greats, have at it. <laughs> Anyone that you meet at a family reunion, no. should be immediately no. If yes, that's the ground rule. Yeah, we might need to retract this statement next week after further research, but we're, we're still learning. We're lifelong learners. We're lifelong learners. We're going to learn and grow. And if you have any resources that sh- we should look into, please send them our way. Cousin yes. time pod at gmail.com. Yes. Um, so anyways, Thomas Jefferson, he released a statement. I'm not sure if it was public or if this was in his diary and it's just out now, but he was like, he was hyping Sam Adams up. He was like, this will change the game. This is in the harbor dump? Yes. And he was right. So let's talk about consequences because there's always a consequence to your action. Mm -hmm. And in this case, I think his name was like Lord North or something. Some big head honcho over in the England area. He created the Intolerable Axe. (laughs) Which I just want to give a moment to that name. He popped off with that. He said, what am I going to do to really make it known what I'm thinking? Intolerable Axe. He said, what did they do? It was intolerable. What am I going to pass? The intolerable acts. And basically, it was just like, we're closing your port. And then they said, we're like, well, we, we're going to give you back the money of the tea that we threw into the harbor. We raised, we raised, it's like 9,000 pounds back in the day. Mm-hmm. We raised the funds. They said, no, what you did was intolerable. We're closing your ports. And I'm actually not sure how it got ever resolved. I think it was the American Revolution. That'll do it. Yeah. So then they just, yeah, then they fought, and then here we are today. Wow. It's kind of crazy. I want to know, though, what could they tax that would have you throwing things into the harbor? I mean, everything's taxed these days. I think for me, sourdough bread. (laughs) But it is taxed. Okay, but I'm saying if there was a special additional tax and you were not represented... Like, if every time I bought a loaf of sourdough bread, if they said you have to pay actually also an extra dollar. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Sourdough bread, Wi-Fi. If, like, what if every time you opened your phone, you had to pay, like, 50 cents? To who? The government? Joe Biden. Oh, God. Joe Biden. What would it be for me? I guess not even Joe Biden. I guess whoever's prime minister over there these days. That's why I'm not Hill. represented. You do love that. 
That'd be a big one for me. Mm-hmm. It's dry shampoo, yeah. Yeah. Trader Joe's face moisturizer. There's so many things that I use in my day-to-day. And think about how much tea they were drinking. They Non-stop. And it was probably, like, I'm sure they were proud to be an American. Right. But it also probably reminded them of home. Right. Were they close enough removed where, like, that was still home? Like, Mr. Sam Adams? What's our timeline here? It's 1773. And when did they sail over? On the Santa Maria and the Nina and the Pinta. 1492, they sailed the ocean blue. But that's where I always get a little iffy. That's when Columbus sailed. Right. And he wasn't part of this. No, because, like, when did these girls come? When did our bloodline start, is what I'm saying. Let me find out. And, like, George Washington, what generation was he? Was he, like, third generation? Or did he himself sail over here from England? Where was his birthplace? Did he have a British accent? please because something i do know is like one of the themes of hamilton is like immigrants and they're not obviously all immigrants in that so i'm thinking the head honchos i don't know here we go 1587 is when plymouth company was established present day virginia early 1600s is when they really started picking up steam next i'm gonna search george washington's birthday well, I'm sure it was 1730 or something. It's only going to be February 22nd. I'd love to know a year. <laughs> also, allegedly, he has two birthdays. Yeah, because I'm sure they put one real close to Abe Lincoln's because it was convenient. Okay. George Washington was born in Virginia on February 11th, 1731. Oh my god, I said the 1730s! I'm so smart for that. According, way, according to the then-used julian calendar we're gonna have to get into this in 1752 however britain and all its colonies adopted the gregorian calendar which moved washington's birthday a year and 11 days to february 22nd 1732 what would you do if they were just like hey guys we're getting a new calendar you have a different birthday that's what we're trying to do though yeah stay tuned for another episode we're gonna have to do some further research so okay but the message of that all is like at least his mama and papa were already here. Mm-hmm. He was born in Virginia. Was he yeah. born on Mount Vernon or did he just live there later? I can't speak on Mount Vernon. Oh, I was thinking that's crazy about, like, Plymouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that was, like, the late 1500s, the early 1600s that all that was happening. That's, like, as removed from the American Revolution as we are removed from the American Revolution. That's wild to think about. Yeah, because, oh, hang on, I, what was the American Revolution? Do you have, do like, you have the s- 1770s and so on. Like, the Tea Party was in 73, and the Constitution was in 76. Yeah. So it's, like, was all happening in that era. And uh, that's another era of history that I would love to just go be a fly on the wall for. Because, and here's the thing, listen, I, 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 I say this all the time, America's so young. It's so young. And yeah, we're on the precipice of of demise. I say that all the time, too. Mm -hmm. The American experiment. We're about to find the results. But, like, it's so young. Because they spent just as long, like, thinking about her and dreaming her up Mm -hmm. as she's been in existence. Mm -hmm. And when you think about 
Britain, GB. How long has she been around? I mean, I think since forever. <laughs> How did she even start? I mean, post-Pangea. Or even, like, other dynasties, like, some of the, um, like, uh, East Asian dynasties. Mm-hmm. Forever. I, you know what I'm going to be doing right after this? they lasted around 300 years. You know what I'm going to be doing right after this? Watching one of my favorite videos. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to sit right here and no, watch I won't. it, too. I've already watched it. I'm over it. You're going to be curious. I've already watched it. I'm, I know the answers. 927 AD. That's crazy. And, like, she's made it this long. Yeah. What are we doing wrong? Well, but she's made it this long, but I'm sure there's been lots of moments where it felt like it was almost over. Right, Even when all these girls left and came over to what became America. Right, right. That they probably thought, oh, it's over, you know? So it's all about Mm rebranding. Every girl has her post-1989 Every girl has her reputation. Mm-hmm. And eventually every girl has her folklore. Mm. That's what you have to remember. Yeah. Um, okay, I know you said that you would volunteer to be on the boat yes. growing off that tea. Yes. But real talk. Okay. What's the role you're playing in this if you're in there? Like, where do you think your strengths <laughs> best are? Do you really think it's on that boat? In any scenario where... You, have you ever had, like, bank robbery conversations with groups of friends? No. Okay. I have. I feel like we're about to. Where, like, what role you play Mm -hmm. in the heist? Mm -hmm. What's your heist position? Are you the heister? Are you the the tech person? Are you the getaway car? I've always been the distraction. (laughs) So true. (laughs) And I think that's the role that I play here as well. Mm -hmm. I I, I can't drive the getaway car. So distraction is an interesting word in this situation because they wanted them to know what was happening. So, like, I mean, I don't think anybody was really like, look over here, England. Mm-hmm. Don't look at the tea. Whatever the dis- equivalent of the distraction is in this scenario is what I'm doing. Making the costumes? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't think costume designer was what I said. I think that I was maybe just the loudest there chatting throw it over (laughs) there goes the tea wow wouldn't want to be the king of england today i hope this isn't too intolerable (laughs) hope parliament isn't mad (laughs) i think that's what i'm doing yeah i don't think i'm lifting any chest (laughs) i think i think i'm just publicizing Mm -hmm. what's going on okay and i'm not in costume yeah thank god what are you doing I think I'm... You're not there. <laughs> no, I'm I'm in the cottage. What cottage? I'm just assuming they all lived in cottages. <laughs> I'm in the cottage baking cookies for them to refuel after <laughs> lifting those heavy chests. You're making the gruel. A potential... Now, this is kind of getting back to what I was discussing in therapy last night. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm whatever they need. <laughs> Love is not transactional. I don't know what role I'm best at because it depends on what everyone else's strengths are. And then I'm just whatever's left over. So, like, if they need somebody to be the leader, yeah, I'm, I can do that. Like, sometimes I'm in the leader. But if somebody else wants to be the leader, that's cool. I'll bake the cookies. 
if nobody but wants to lift the chest, do? I'll lift the chest. What do you want to do? And that's the problem. What I don't do you want to do? I don't know. Why? Because I, I've never let myself think about that. <laughs> so I don't know my strengths. I know that my strength is just assessing where there's a hole. So, in the Boston Tea Party, I'm whatever they needed. If they needed a 61st person to go on the boat, count me in. If they need me to stand back, I'll do that. But you don't know what you want. I don't know what I want. Thinking about it, I'm a woman. I'm probably at home tucking the kids into bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're thinking logically, I'm not on the boat either. <laughs> So definitely not a distraction because if you talk the volume <clears throat> they throw you into the harbor i think they'd like it i mean we're just geographically we're not too far away from the rich, rich witch trials <laughs> listen yeah that's actually so true so you have to be careful if i was there i'd be burned <laughs> you would you would have been the first girl burned <laughs> yeah 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 which maybe we need an episode on that. I'll get right on that. I any questions, class? <laughs> um, I don't think I'll I'll have the answer, but I don't know. What do you think the What do you think the geopolitical ramifications were of the Boston Tea Party? The American Revolution. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Ain't nothing on it. Here's a question that'll really make you shake in your boots. Okay. Would you have come to America? Because I'm thinking, I would definitely not have been pro-king. Mm-mm. And I would have wanted to get far away from that. Mm-hmm. A pretty but my life. If I, if I am anti-king, I have to be pro-colonialism. Rockin' hard place. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, because what I like to think is based on my ancestry, I'm nowhere near this continent. Well, thanks for joining us for Cousin Time History. I hope I hope that this is the first of many. It will we'll be. We'll see if we get canceled. I think, I think we're gonna the I think the later ones are less taboo. <laughs> Who knew that the Boston Tea Party was gonna be so I mean taboo. It's rooted in so many shady things. Right. And if you have any things that you're curious about, we're so knowledgeable. And we're also always willing to learn. So if you have a, if you have an interest, we will find the answer. You find the answer. Leave us a question. Um, if you know any fun facts about the Boston Tea Party, send them our way, cousintimepod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And additionally, if you have any ideas about what I don't even want to ask you what to call this series because I need I need to title it before you're gonna be hearing it. But we really need a title. I'm thinking cousin time, like time of the past or something. Ooh. Like we can go down that road, like cousin time. Cousin time to learn. I'm not a, I'm not adverse to that. Okay. We're, We're going to have a brainstorm it. sesh, but... Oh, slays and dismays. Yeah. My dismay is that my iron is low again. <laughs> I'm feeling a little woozy. Mm-hmm. You seem to be handling like a champ, though. What's going on in, in inside of you, in, in turmoil-wise? It's I, The missing piece for me, that's the difference between before and now, is I know that it's my iron. Before is so, in last year, before is yes. in earlier today. Like last year. Last year when I felt this way, I said I'm dying. Yes. Now I know I will say that was your home. opener earlier though. Because that's my first thought. And mm-hmm. then my wise mind kicks in mm-hmm. and says, 
Or. Or. Did you not take iron the past week? Right. And I had this, what I, how I'm feeling right now is the equivalent of the intolerable act. <laughs> I was intolerable. Yeah. I did not take my iron. Yeah. Now I have to deal with it. Yeah. My sleigh is my friend's wedding. Corey got married. It was beautiful. I was put on this earth to be a bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is to hype up my friends. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun. She looked beautiful. It made me cry. Their vows. Everything. And I had a great time. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. My sleigh and dismay is the two sides of the same coin, which is m- my being sick. It's happened again. Every other episode, I'm sick. Mm-hmm. Um... This time, though, my dismay was that yesterday was pretty pretty gnarly for me. Started off, went to the Holocaust Museum with all of my 8th graders. Then it just kind of got progressively worse from there. Um, it ended with getting a prescription for strep throat. Disclaimer, I did not get a strep throat diagnosis. This is a preventative measure. Measure. Um... But my sleigh, I took today off of work, and my sleigh is that I was better by EOD. You're you're fine. You're thriving. <laughs> I'm literally fine. Yeah. Compared to where I was last night, I couldn't really speak. Now make sure you finish the antibiotics. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm literally fine, and that's such good news because I'm going out of town this weekend. Yeah. I will be on a plane this time tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it. You're going to get there to your final destination. Yeah. Thank God for that. Thank you, Midwest Express Clinic. It's so slay in there. We cannot thank you. You know who they sponsor? Mallory, Mallory Swanson. National women's soccer player. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's on all the billboards around town. That's great. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of a good thematic way to close this out. Whatever tea you've been given... And if you don't feel represented, throw it in the harbor. Throw it in the harbor. We promise you it's not intolerable. 